Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we are going to talk about how creative to actually get in your resume, the concept of creative resumes, which has been such a big thing in the last few years. The best guest I could have had for this topic is Daniel Lorenzo. Not only is he a resume writer for Let's Eat Grandma, but he holds a creative position within our company. He is our content marketing manager. With an educational background in journalism, English, and music, he is your all-around creative. So we're going to have a really stimulating conversation in which we play devil's advocate. We talk about the concept of creative resumes, and we talk about the merits of it. And I want you to listen very carefully because I know a lot of you are having these creative resumes and they may be working for you or against you, just depending on the context. So let's launch right into it with our 86th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. All right, Daniel, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's really good to have you on, and I'll, I'll throw you off real quick with a question I, you didn't know was coming, but um, first of all, tell me, when you applied for our company at Let's Eat Grandma, was your resume a creative one? No. Um, actually, it's funny. Um, when you guys hired me, you were just reviewing my resume um, and then first off, and then offered me a job from there, so my resume actually kind of sucked when I brought it to you guys. <laughs> Well, you still got really the funny. job, but I still, still got, got the, the job. job. Yeah. Yeah. It's power of networking, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I, I'm remembering back to it, like the resume you had, it, it stood out to me and I, I don't think it was a bad resume. You know, oh, I, thanks, I thought, you know, it wasn't to, you know, to let's see grandma's every single checkbox standards, but, um, it was good. And, and what stuck out to me were your accomplishments and kind of where your skill set was. And it wasn't the fact that you had this resume that just had all these like bells and whistles and things like that. So, mm-hmm. and what I wanted to just define with you real quick is what, what is a creative resume? Like in your opinion, what are we talking about when we say a creative resume? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's kind of a catch all term. I actually just wrote a blog about this for let's eat grandma's blog. Um, when we say a creative resume, we're doing like an umbrella term with, right. um, resumes that you've probably seen that have, infographics, uh, maybe bright colors, kind of untraditional like timelines, you know, actual graphic timelines instead of just entries for each job. Um, anything that really kind of eschews the, the traditional resume, like one column bullet points format. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen a lot of these and why do you think people are submitting these over? Like, what do you think are all the different reasons? Is it because you just want to look fancy? Well, yeah, I think, I think largely this, the kind of uptake in this trend of creative resumes, Chris, is because um, people want to stand out, which is not a bad goal in itself. Um, I agree. People are getting afraid of applicant tracking systems and hearing that there are just so many applicants applying for so many jobs. So it's really a kind of a pervasive idea out there that in order to get your foot in the door, you have to do something creative and even something maybe wacky or offbeat to stand out to a recruiter. Exactly. Um, and I want to talk about like, it's, it's such a good instinct to want to stand out in your resume, just because when you are submitting your resume to a job, you're probably going to be competing against dozens. And in some cases, hundreds of other applicants who are submitting their resumes. So um, I think that that mindset is correct, that when you do have a resume, you want to make sure it stands out. 
But where I would disagree with why some people are using this kind of creative approach and having these insane, insane, some of these designs are absolutely insane. Um, resumes is you want to make sure you're standing out in the right way. I, I mean, I think in, in your case, the resume you submitted, the content itself was what stood out to me and it wasn't necessarily the design. What I wanted to ask you here is when is it not okay, I guess, to send in a creative resume? Yeah. So, um, to kind of start off my thoughts on this, Chris, I have a lot of thoughts on this. And as I was thinking last night, I realized that one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite authors applies to this perfectly. Um, there's a quote about originality from the author C.S. Lewis, um, where he says that even in literature and art, no man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth without caring two pence how often it has been told before, you will nine times out of 10 become original without ever having noticed it. And I love that quote because I always read it. I love that. I always read two pence in a fancy British accent without caring two (laughs) pence how often it has been told before. Um, (laughs) But so it's a really beautiful quote um, about art in general. And I think it really applies to this field of creative resumes and what you were just talking about. Um, If you're trying to be original with your resume, um, if you're trying to have a design that will stand out rather than letting your accomplishments stand out, um, you're, the odds are pretty likely you're going to come up with something that's not great. Um, what C.S. Lewis is basically saying there is nobody who tries really hard to be original ever accomplishes being original. Um, and so with that being said, I think oftentimes you really have to look at your intentions if you want to uh, send in a creative resume. Okay. Now, if you're in a creative field, say if you're a graphic designer, then go nuts on your resume. Do whatever kind of creative design things that you want because that's literally a piece of marketing for you. You know, that's literally your work. Yeah. Um, so, and if you're in any other kind of creative field, you know, marketing, um, kind of content marketing, copywriting, even like journalists, I think, yeah. could get away with some creative resume designs because, you know, it's a creative position. You want to show that you can think outside of the box and that oftentimes you have these skills that you're going to use in your job, you know, um, yeah. layout and design and everything. Um, But where a creative resume isn't appropriate is if you're just doing it to try to stand out. So if you're in non-creative field, the the design specifically, like all the, the, the the shapes and and columns and graphs and all those types of things that we're talking about. Yes. Yes. Funky using funky timelines, unconventional uh, fonts, and even just kind of an approach, like rather than having just a normal heading saying like, hello, my name is this and I can do this for your business, you know, just really trying to be, uh, offbeat. Yeah. Um, in general, you know, it's, it's tough to say that it doesn't work, but if you're applying to a field like say software engineering operations, something like that, it's not really necessary to show off, you know, a wacky design with your resume. And oftentimes if you don't execute it perfectly, it doesn't come off bold. It comes off desperate as trying to stand out. Yeah. And I've, I've, it's not just you that's saying this and thank you for bringing that up, but I've heard this also from recruiters, from hiring, hiring managers. They're saying like, what is this? Why, why do you have to have this crazy design? Why don't you just let your, your accomplishments stand out? Because, um, because that's why we're hiring you. Um, right. Unless it's like, like going back to what you said, unless it's like a design position and like you need to show off or convey your design skills and to showcase your brand, for instance, I think that's okay. And we'll, we'll delve into that in a second. But, you know, being original, I think is, it's sometimes hard for people. And especially if you want to stand out in your resume, I think just to kind of play devil's advocate here, like 
shouldn't you be marketing a little bit? Like, I don't know, making yourself stand out in, in certain ways. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a good, there's a good mindset there. You absolutely, your resume is a marketing tool, right? You absolutely should be emphasizing your personal brand and like conveying yourself as the best candidate for the job. The question is just how do you do that? Um, right. And really when people have these wacky creative resumes, often they're trying too hard um, to just stick out in a hiring manager's mind as the guy that had the weird resume. But you don't want to be the guy that has the weird resume. You want to be the guy or the girl that is most qualified for the job. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so people, I'll, I'll make kind of a bold claim here as, as sure. not being a hiring manager myself, but I really think in, I, I grade resumes for Let's See Grandma every day. And with all the ones that I see, people are too afraid of not standing out. Um, and so because of that, they use their fear to think that they have to try all of these kind of wacky designs and ideas um, <clears throat> and kind of feel self-conscious if their resume doesn't have that. Right. But you absolutely should market yourself. But the important thing is how you do it. And it's not through bells and whistles to stand out. And like the cheap mind. stuff, the cheap tricks. Okay, let's put exactly. it, let's just say it, say it like it is. Yeah, the cheap yeah, tricks. Ex exactly, exactly. Um, somebody's not going to hire you because of that. Um, so rather than trying to stand out with, um, you know, wacky ideas, really try to stand out with really well-written bullet points, um, a clean yes. formatted resume that is easy to follow and is easy to scan and doesn't just list your responsibilities for each job, but lists specific accomplishments that showcase your skills and the proof that you have, uh, to deliver with those skills. I really, really love the, what, what you said, because, you know, when it comes down to it, like. It, your resume is a marketing piece at the end of the at the end of the day, but how you actually market it is really important. I think one thing that we alluded to in the very beginning of this call is like your job search strategy is also important. Um, if you are just submitting your resume online to these applicant tracking systems or whatever, just uploading it to to just these companies cold versus going out and trying to make human connections, like you're going to have a much easier time standing out. Mm -hmm. right? Which is the entire point of, of this episode here is like how to stand out the right way. Um, I think that's a much better approach. I would just encourage people to like to look at how they're applying for jobs and or how they're trying to stand out specifically. Exactly. Yeah. And just to throw something in there too, um, uh, what Sky Bennett actually wrote in her most recent blog for us on creative resumes, um, she actually cited a uh, cited a link that shows that like a study that shows that um, creative, non-traditional resumes work best when you have a personal contact in the company. Um, and one of those reasons is that um, creative resumes often, especially if you're applying for a larger corporate job um, that uses applicant tracking systems, right. it's entirely possible that all of your wacky designs won't be read in the applicant tracking system and you won't get through. If you're just right. emailing your resume to somebody that you've met, say in an email, or it's like, hey, great meeting you. Thanks for telling me about this position. Attached, find my resume. Yeah. Then if you have a really creative, well-designed resume, um, you know, that really kind of stands out, they might be like, wow, this person's really creative because it's a real person who's seeing that. But if exactly. you're just applying that cold to an applicant tracking system, um, it very likely will not get read. I want to delve into just, just people who actually need to write a creative resume or if, if you make a conscious choice to have a creative resume. In your case, you're applying for a creative position for a company and you didn't have a creative resume and it ended up working fine. Um, but if I were to decide that a creative resume is the choice that I wanted to make, where would I start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So it all depends on context. Um, and I kind of want to make that clear too, for if you're thinking about, um, if say if you have a really cool idea from your resume, I don't want to discourage anyone from doing that here. Um, like we said, it depends. On I, the position. I, I agree. I, I don't want people to be like, Mike, my position, I'm applying for like a, a freelance, you know, writing positions or UX, UI designers. Like those people probably should consider having a creative resume. Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, nobody. Yeah. And, and when we're, we're talking about, you know, not going all out with bells and whistles. I mean, that doesn't mean your resume has to be just a plain kind of like right. Times New Roman one column thing. Right. Um, there's a lot that you can do to make it creative. Um, I would say, you know, first look at the position, um, especially at the job description too. Oftentimes job descriptions will say, show us your creativity in your resume or your cover letter. Look for that. And if that's, if you have that, like that's like a straight up go ahead, like go nuts, do whatever you do need to showcase your personality. Um, another thing you should also look for is just kind of the company culture. You know, how is this resume going to be received? Um, if it's a young startup with a lot of like, you know, you'll even see in the job descriptions, like we like to have fun here, you know, one of those types of companies, like <laughs> we like to eat popcorn and play ping pong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like uh, the term boss, you know, like <laughs> if it's, but in all seriousness though, you know, if, yeah. if you're applying to a company, if you're applying to a young kind of lighthearted company, a resume like that will probably be better received rather than like for sure. Professional. Say if you're applying to like a Deloitte or Oracle, you know, for sure, like, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you can consider those contexts. Um, as far as like actual design goes, yes. um, it was kind of funny. I'm, I'm a writer, you know, I'm actually a pretty terrible visual artist. Um, so <laughs> <That's ironic. laughs> I, I can't give, I can't give a lot of, um, actual design effort, but I would just say like, if you have a creative idea, uh, for like maybe using like a timeline, um, instead of just listing all of your positions out or using like an infographic with like a chart, you know, that shows the percentage of projects you work on or skill bars, you know, go for it. Just make sure that it's clear and easily readable. Yes. Um, I would say brainstorm, you know, get a lot of ideas out there, um, but then have a lot of people read it and just ask them like, Hey, are my accomplishments clear here? Or does it look like I'm just trying too hard? Cause you can yes. showcase your, it's entirely possible to make something that will be like, wow, this person's a great graphic designer, but where did they work? Where did exactly. they go to college? You know, yeah. <laughs> if somebody has to dig for that, then you're losing a lot. You're screwed. Of yeah, yes. you're really. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to bring up, I, there was a really good creative resume that I saw. This is someone who came in for one of our meetups and asked for feedback. Um, her resume was not over the top. And the reason I liked it was a, her color choice and font choice. I'd never seen, it wasn't over the top, but those were two colors that I had not seen, um, in a resume in a long time. And I really liked, really liked that. And the second thing that she did that I really liked was she had her own personal brand logo. Um, she was a mm. freelance graphic designer and she designed her own logo and she stamped that logo at the top left-hand side of her resume. And that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, did you design this logo? And she yeah. was like, yes, that's, that's my personal brand. Um, so instantly, like right off the very top, I saw someone who was creative and it, it didn't detract from the specific bullet points in the resume. So that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. As long as a hiring manager can still find everything they want to find, um, then doing something like that, like designing your own logo, um, yeah. that can give huge bonus points. Um, yeah. you know, especially, especially like you said, if it's intricately linked to your personal brand or like the actual duties of the job, 
then like, you know, if it's a job where you're going to be making infographics, then yeah, like, or you're going to be making <laughs> logos, then like, yeah, put them on your resume, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to encourage people who want to do that, especially if you're applying to smaller companies um, that aren't using applicant tracking systems um, and you can really showcase your creativity, then go for it. Um, but don't feel like you have to do that. You know, if you're applying to a big company and you have like 10 to 15 years of experience, like odds are, man, like your, your resume will probably stand out if you just write it well with good yes. content, good phrasing and concise. Yeah. Go back to the basics, baby. I'm telling you that's the foundation. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to add on one last thing before we conclude with any final thoughts. But um, if design is something that you really need to show um, or creativity, um, say you are say you are applying for UX design positions. One thing I highly would recommend is use your resume as an absolute funnel to a website or portfolio that you have online because yes. it's really like, let's be honest, we're resume writers. It's like our, what our whole company is based off of. But we humbly admit that it, it's just a piece of paper at the yeah. end of the day. Um, 100%. And it's, it's supposed to encourage people to, um, to find out more about you and lead to an interview. But I would encourage those people who have things to show, um, make it very apparent, say, hey, this is my specific project page, my uh, website, my GitHub page, whatever it is. Um, check that out. Because if someone's, if you did a good enough job, I think with the context and the content of the resume, and they're curious about you, then it would make it very likely that that person would click into that link and see what you can really do. Like you then yeah. include videos, visuals, things like that. So exactly. Your resume is just a taste. Yeah. Cool. All right, yeah. Daniel, I want to hear any final words of advice you have for people considering getting a creative resume going. Yeah. So I would, um, like, like I said before, you know, kind of lay out, um, all of the context, um, and really carefully discern, you know, how is a creative non-traditional resume going to be received for this position and for this company? Um, and if I, I would really encourage you, you know, don't feel like you have to do it to stand out um, because there are a lot of ways and maybe we'll go deeper into this in another podcast or a blog. There are plenty of ways to make your resume look clean and beautiful yes. um, without being over the top. Um, you know, look at some of the prettier standard fonts Georgia is really pretty. Verdana is very pretty. Uh, don't use Garamond anymore. Apparently, it's not standard anymore, which stinks. But um, I like Garamond. <laughs> oh no, no, it's 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 just not standard. You really anymore. hurt my feelings with that one. I love Garamond. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> it like turns into like this massive Garamond's debate. Dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like this font. Um, no, just Garamond's just not standard on the newest versions of Word anymore. Sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, look for a pretty font, um, you know, use columns if you want to, um, just make sure that the design is well utilized, um, and start with a template if you have to, but do not like whatever you do, do not just, just plug in information to a template willy nilly, yes. um, really, you know, use your best judgment, uh, with resume design and do whatever little creative elements you can put in there. Um, and for the love of God, like, please do not use the Google Docs templates. Um, <laughs> they're really bad. <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> they're like, they look fine, uh, yeah. but they're impossible to edit. Like, yeah. use Microsoft Word um, to write your resume. Don't use Google Docs. Sorry, Google. Maybe one <laughs> Mad day. Mad love to Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Lorenzo, how can people find out more about you slash follow you? Yeah, for sure. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and you can read a lot of my writing on 
any kind of resume or job search topic you can imagine um, on the Let's Eat Grandma company blog. That's just letseatgrandma.com backslash blog. Um, there's all of the content I've written on there. Um, yeah, and you can feel free to just message me on LinkedIn. Um, if you're in Denver, especially, I want to um, encourage you to message me um, and see if we can set up an in-person resume consultation nice. and answer any questions you might have. Fantastic. And for those of you driving, jogging, whatever it is, we want you to be safe. So what I will do <laughs> is I will drop the um, the URLs in the description of this podcast. So just scroll up, whatever, and you'll find Daniel's LinkedIn. You'll find our blog. And we're also, as a bonus, going to post a video um, just pulling up some actual screen shared examples of creative resumes. And we're going to give a commentary on that. So it's really tough to, to kind of visualize what we're talking about here because it's, it is so visual. Um, so I would check out this YouTube video. It's going to be very helpful for you all. Yeah. If you didn't get any of this, just, just watch the video. It'll just watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, Daniel, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. Perfect. And this concludes our 86th episode of the Let's It Grandma Career Warrior podcast. Wow, so glad I got this episode off my chest here. I've been wanting to do it for a while now just to um, really give people some context and explanation regarding creative resumes. Hope you found it to be useful and enjoyable. Don't forget to follow us on our brand new Instagram page. We are at Career Warrior Podcast. We're also on TikTok, believe it or not. We're just posting some random funny videos that are not helpful, but hopefully find them funny. All right, you guys take care and enjoy the rest of your day. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.